So in the first reading we have the prophecy from Isaiah about a time where there will be no more sadness, no more tears. It will all just be rejoicing and happiness. The new Zion and uh, everything will be wonderful. And uh, Peter and John both echo uh, this idea of a, a new heaven and a new earth. Peter and Second Peter and John in Revelation 21. Um, but so this idea that Isaiah has, uh, this prophecy that he has about a time when things will just be wonderful and there will be no more sadness is um, echoed in the New Testament as well. And, and Peter and John both um, point the Christians towards this hope for the future, this um, happiness in the end times. But we know that that is not today. That is not what we see in the world around us. Um, even before anything with the most recent pandemic, you know, the, the world is full of sadness and strife, um, much of our own making. Um, but we do hold on to it. We look towards the future knowing that in Christ, everything will be made perfect uh, and that we have hope for the future. And we turn to the gospel as well and see that Jesus does the miracle that the royal official desires for him to do. Um, but it hit me, what if he didn't? I've been reflecting a lot on the, the parable of the, the various types of soil. You know, the sower went out to sow the seed and the seed fell on some on the path, some on the rocky ground, some on the thorns, and some on the good soil. Um, and it just makes me not only examine my own faith and belief in Christ, but um, wonder about many people during these trying times of what kind of faith they have, what kind of soil there is in their heart. Um, and it made me wonder about the, the royal official. Because, you know, John in the first half of the, the Gospel of John is talking about all the signs or miracles that Jesus is performing. Um, and he references uh, at least one other one. You know, he talks about the water into wine at the wedding feast at Cana in this Gospel. And then he goes on to describe how Jesus miraculously heals the royal official's son without even being in proximity to him. But again, I come back to this idea of what if Jesus didn't do it? Because it says the, the royal official and all his whole household came to believe in Jesus. Well, yeah, I would too if Jesus cured someone I loved like that um, miraculously. But what if he didn't? Would the royal official and his household still have come to believe in Jesus as the Messiah? Or would they just have lost all hope? And it's not really important about what the royal official would have done. But I think it's very important for us in this time, we're praying so hard for cures, for people we know, for those afflicted, um, for the sick, for the dying. We're praying for the miraculous, just like this royal official did with Jesus. But we know that not every prayer will go answered in the way that we want. And so I, I keep coming back to this idea of how strong is our faith? Will we still believe and profess Jesus as Savior even when he doesn't do what we want? Or do we have more of an immature faith that only believes in God when he's giving us things that we want? So on this day, as we continue the journey of Lent, uh, as we march toward Easter glory, uh, I just invite you to take time to examine your own faith and 
and see where your belief lies. Is it in the miraculous and is it in the things that Jesus does for you? Or is it in the fact that he himself is just God and that is enough?